Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1164, The Case Against Extravagant Weddings, by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com. Hello, everybody, and thanks for joining today. I am your host and narrator, Greg Audino, and I've got another piece of content for you that can help you improve your relationships. Today, Joshua Becker of Becoming Minimalist has some words of advice regarding weddings, the finances attached to them, and what influence it can all have over the health of our marriages. So listen closely, everyone, as we optimize your life. The Case Against Extravagant Weddings by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com According to a recent study, the average wedding cost in the U.S. is $33,391, and that's not even including the amount spent on an engagement ring. As you might imagine, the figures vary widely from state to state. Couples in New York City spend the most at $76,944, while couples in New Mexico spend the least at $17,584. If that sounds like a lot of money, it is. To put that into historical perspective, wedding spending has increased 3,000% since the 1950s. Extravagant, expensive weddings are becoming the norm. A wedding is an important day and a significant moment in time. It signifies the day we commit the rest of our lives to another human being, to love, cherish, and honor until death do us part. It is a commitment we make in front of friends and family and often represents the joining of two families into one. This article is by no means meant to downplay the importance of that special day. But we should consider if this trend to spend more and more money on weddings is a wise choice. It is helpful, I think, to consider some of the negative ramifications of an expensive and extravagant wedding. Ever-increasing wedding costs are not necessary and may actually do more harm than good. Consider the reasons. Number 1. Extravagant weddings result in increased stress and distraction. Wedding days are stressful enough. Adding dozens of unnecessary frills and expenses makes them even more so. On the other hand, a simple wedding helps keep focus on the bride and groom rather than decorations, accommodations, or food. Number two, expensive weddings bring financial consequences felt for years. If you're going into debt to pay for your wedding, please don't. Financial pressures consistently rank as one of the top reasons for divorce. Even if you do have the money saved, it can almost certainly be spent wiser elsewhere. Paying off debt, a down payment on your first home, or even the honeymoon experience. Number three, extravagant weddings often distract from the hard work of preparing for marriage. When it comes to joining two lives into one, how many flowers will be in each centerpiece at the reception dinner is the least of your concerns. You and your future spouse should be talking about plans for your life together, methods of communication, and family experiences that may result in mismatched expectations. Spend as much time together in premarital counseling as you do planning the actual ceremony. That is where the true foundation for a happy marriage is laid. Number four, 
expensive weddings are not necessarily more beautiful. The early assumption made by brides and grooms is that spending more money will result in a more beautiful experience and ceremony. But that is simply not the case. I have attended expensive weddings that were beautiful for sure. But I've also attended simple weddings that were even more beautiful and often showcased more of the bride's and groom's personality. Simplicity, as they say, is the ultimate sophistication. Number five, extravagant weddings magnify mistakes and mishaps. Almost no wedding gets by without some mishap occurring during the day, whether before, during, or after the ceremony. In my opinion, when a couple has invested so much time, energy, and money into a ceremony, they're more likely to sweat the small stuff thinking their financial investment would have insulated them from any moments of imperfection. Take heart. The little mishaps on your wedding day will be the memories you talk about the most. Not allowing them to ruin your special moment when they occur is key to enjoying your day. Number six, extravagant weddings tend to promote or result from competition. Thinking your wedding day must measure up to a purely subjective standard set by a friend or family member is a foolish way to spend your day. Comparison is the thief of joy, Theodore Roosevelt once famously said. Allowing it to creep into your wedding day in any fashion is a poor choice. Your wedding day is about you and your future spouse, nobody else. Number seven, expensive weddings often result in shorter marriages. Believe it or not, there is evidence that marriage duration is inversely associated with spending on the engagement ring and wedding ceremony. Couples who spend less on their ceremony are more likely to remain together longer. In the same study, there was also connection made between the honeymoon and the marriage. Going on a honeymoon is significantly associated with a lower hazard of divorce. Based on these stats, spending money on your honeymoon is a wiser investment than money on the ceremony. My wedding occurred before my introduction to minimalism, and yet it was not an extravagant one. It was big, but not expensive. Kim and I got married at our home church in Omaha, Nebraska, with 400 to 500 people in attendance. Our ceremony was not flashy, but included many beautiful elements you would assume to be present at a traditional church wedding service. For our reception, we served sandwiches and cake and punch. If I could do it over, there is not a single thing I would change. Not a single day of our lives have we looked back and regretted not spending more on our wedding. But I know many couples who look back and regret the amount of money they wasted on their ceremony. If you'd like a simple wedding, here are some helpful ideas to get you started. Set a budget and stick to it. Choose elements that are important to you, but limit the number. Try fewer flowers, simpler decorations, or less food choices. You can keep many of the traditional elements, if that is your style without needing to go over the top with any of them. Don't shell out big money for expensive accommodations. A simple church building can be just as beautiful as an expensive wedding chapel. And if the time of year permits, a backyard can easily host an intimate, informal, unforgettable reception with little expense. Look for personal touches. A wedding ceremony that communicates your unique personalities and or time together will always be considered more thoughtful by your guests than expensive add-ons bought at the bridal store. Realize the wedding industry is built entirely on convincing you that you need X. There are entire stores, catalogs, and websites in business today working tirelessly to convince you that you need X or Y in order for your wedding to be perfect. They are wrong. You don't need anything. 
except for maybe official paperwork from your state and a few witnesses to sign the document. Enjoy your simple, precious day, focused on the things that matter most. Marital happiness has nothing to do with your wedding ceremony. It has everything to do with the weeks and years and life together after. That's why the simplest weddings are often the happiest. You just listened to the post titled, The Case Against Extravagant Weddings, by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And now everyone, instead of my commentary, I do want to tell you a little something about our author, Joshua Becker. So Joshua is an author, a speaker, and a philanthropist. He has written several best-selling books on minimalism, and his website, Becoming Minimalist, which we just read from, has more than one million readers each month. And inspired by his wife's experience being adopted, Joshua founded the Hope Effect in 2015, and since today is Giving Tuesday, we want to help support the Hope Effect here on ORD. There are an estimated 15.1 million orphans worldwide, with 2.7 million of them living in orphanages, and there is growing research on the damaging physical and psychological effects of traditional institutional orphan care. When children don't receive adequate personal interaction within a loving environment, development is stunted and learning abilities are delayed or even lost. Many kids age out only to face a future of crime, prostitution, or even trafficking. But the hope effect is changing orphan care by providing family-based solutions. Loving family-style care provides opportunities for each child to flourish and thrive. Access to health, dental, and social care are all provided while each child is prepared for the future through education, responsibility, support, and the structure that parents were designed to provide. So, if you want to help support the Hope Effect, do follow the link to the Giving Tuesday donation page, which I have linked in today's episode show notes. So please do check it out, consider donating, and finally have a great rest of your day, everybody. It's been wonderful reading for you once again, and you know I'll be back with more of the same tomorrow. That's where your optimal life awaits.